Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Hey, man. How's How you going? doing? I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> well, I see that, yeah. and I'm glad you're good. That's right. Physically present Better than as being well. bad. There you That's go. That's right. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? Um, man, just really not much. I can't really remember what I did except moving <laughs> furniture again. Apparently, you drank or something if you can't I remember. <laughs> that was after <laughs> the move. So we, Ella's having a big girl transition, you mm-hmm. know, so... Uh, we moved that big IKEA clunky furniture out, and I almost mm. broke. You know, I mean, really, almost injured myself going downstairs. <laughs> so it was not funny at the time, but yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, man, you you got to get done with that so you don't have in many more weekends of yeah. I know. I was moving furniture the past three weeks. I know. There you go. Well, man, I, I am uh, excited. We keep moving things forward in the ministry. Um, we've got the website for Pew Ministries is coming out, and the logo and all that stuff where that houses just a guy in the pew and some of the other things I'm going to be doing with Deacon Jeff and some of the interviews that we've been talking about with other speakers and, and Catholic presenters, all that's coming to fruition. Um, we've got you know, several new patrons lately, our patrons lately, Joan Thomas, Ralph Gibson, uh, Jason Morrison. There's just a bunch of people that are starting oh, to give cool. and we really appreciate it. Yeah. It's allowing us to do uh, the things that we want to do. We were able to get a camera and some other stuff to start filming and doing some of the things that we've been talking about. So thank you for your support. Uh, if, if you want to, you know, jump on that the wagon and help support us too, then you can do that at just a guy on the pew.com uh, and go to the Patreon section there, the patron section. And uh, when you give, you can give any kind of amount of money and receive merchandise and cool stuff too, but also extra and exclusive content uh, that's only available to the Patreon community and uh, the Facebook community that's private there too for just a guy in the pew. So thank you again. Uh, if you hadn't seen it, go check it out. But now that that's over with, let's get into the show. So, you know, something that's been on my mind for a while, and in fact, Deacon Jeff and I talked about some of this uh, topic a few months ago, and just, you know, God had other plans and mm-hmm. some different shows popped in and, and things that seemed like the Holy Spirit was trying to lead us to talk about um, through some of the shows we've done since then. But um, it's it's seeking validation, you know. It's something that I find myself struggling with that I have in my past. I think we all do. Um, I, I think this is going to be one episode when, when we're done that people are going to go like, yeah, that, that hits home, that's yeah. familiar to me. Um, it's one of the biggest roadblocks in following Christ uh, is, is seeking validation and approval from the world. You know, the only place that we should seek that from is God. Um, but oftentimes, I think we all, especially as men, we seek that validation. It starts off early, like from our fathers. We always want to hear that they're proud of us and we did a good job. And you know, that's the one thing I can remember really striving for when I was younger was my father's approval. I would have given anything for him to say, you know, good job or I'm proud of you or any of those things. Um, but we also seek it from people. We seek it from social media, all these things. Like I've felt, you know, in the past when I put something out there on social media back in the day when I thought it was funny or something and you know, and, and go back three hours later and there's no likes and you're like right. soul you're like, sinks. Wah, you're wah, like, wah. Yeah, to moron, yourself, you're you like, know? man, I shouldn't have said that like, I knew I was yeah. a loser. No, but it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's those things, I, I, I'm joking, but like it is serious. Sure, we, yeah. we seek validation in a lot of other places than, than uh, the Lord and, and, and God the Father. And when we do that, it gets us off track and, and it really causes a problem because 
God should be the most important thing in our life. Like everything we do should be trying to find out what is God asking of me in this day, in this moment? Um, how does he want me to live my life? Uh, but when we start to look for that validation, that approval, that that um, attaboy or whatever from from other people, then we become people pleasers, and the opinion uh, the opinions of others become more important than God's, and ultimately we become slaves to them, mm-hmm. right? Like we become slaves to the opinion of others. If somebody thinks that this is ugly, all of a sudden we're ugly, or what we did was ugly, or if they think it was great, then all of a sudden it's great. And if we get caught in that, like we're always on an emotional roller coaster, like we're always highs and lows, and it depends not on what God, the graces that God's trying to give us, or from the love of our family or anything like that. It comes from depending on the opinions of others, and you can't go through life like that. It's just you can't be going from high to low to peak to valley uh, like a roller coaster all the time because it just it takes away from everything that God calls us to do. When we talk about validation, I think for a young kid or just a high school kid or whatever that that awkward adolescent age to where you're seeking like to to be the best to do the best to get the attention and a lot of that v- validation is is natural occurrence i mean we we all want to be, feel important we all want to be, know that we're important i mean that's that's how sure. we are um and and i think for a lot of kids that i work with who have been in at a family structure that has been broken or you know, kind of, kind of just, I guess you say, um, just not as solid as it could be. Mm-hmm. And these kids are have limited resources, and therefore, their self esteem is is kind of tarnished a little bit. But then once they get to the a program to where they build up who they are, mm-hmm. not in like the image of somebody else sees them, but in their own perception of who they are. They're, they're, they gain a sense of their self, they gain a sense of faith, and they gain a sense that, hey, I'm not as bad as I thought I was or, I, or as bad as people were telling me I was. Sure. You know, and, and I think there, where we can be on the seesaw of validation where we, we seek too much, we think too highly of ourselves, or we think too lowly of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think when faith comes in, it bounces out where God's, you know, we, 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 we work to see where God sees us as, as his own children. Sure, and, and like I want to distinguish there. There's a difference between validation and affirmation, right? right? Like when we're giving affirmation, we're affirming someone else. Like that's a gift to someone else. When you're uh, seeking validation, you're you're asking someone to validate you, mm-hmm. to affirm you, um, and that's that's more of an ask than a gift, right? Yeah. It's like I need this. You should be affirming. You should be telling me I'm better than him. You should make me feel good. You should like that's the validation we seek. And look. The human heart longs to be loved, right? And, and, and it's a lonely place when you feel like it's not. But we, what we've got to learn is that that lonely place becomes way less lonely. It becomes filled with love and joy and hope uh, when we seek that uh, validation from God. Um, and that's really what St. Paul talks about a lot in the gospel. You know, he says, um, in, in, not in the gospel, in the New Testament, he says in Galatians 1, uh, 10, I am now, am I now currying favor with human beings or God? Or am I seeking to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Like when I am so busy chasing after the opinions, the likes, the shares, the whatever you want to call it, you know, of, of other people, then I'm not being a slave to Christ. Then I'm taking my eye off the ball. Um, I'm being concerned with things that shouldn't concern me. And Paul talks about this more than once. I mean, he says it again in uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 2, 4. 
It says, but as we were judged worthy by God to be entrusted with the gospel, that is how we speak. Not as trying to please human beings, but rather God who judges our hearts. Like again, we're not here to please people, we're here to please God, and that's what matters. Again, in 1 Corinthians 2, one through five, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now he's not being ugly to the people there, right. uh, the Corinthians, he's just saying like, this is what's important to me. Like this is my mission, this is what I'm living for, is to know Jesus Christ and him crucified. Not what you think of me, not whether you think I'm a nice guy or a bad guy or what, not to be concerned with that, but to be concerned only with what Jesus Christ has called me to be concerned with. And then Christ tells us, you know, in his own words in Matthew six thirty three, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? Like that's, we all know that song, seek you first the kingdom of God. Like that's all pointing to making sure that you're searching that validation that we all long for, that we look for is coming from God. That is, and it's directly tied to knowing that that's where our identity comes from, as a beloved son or daughter of God. When we when we're introduced to that, and we've talked about it on here a bunch before, and we understand that that you know we were made in the image of likeness of God, mm-hmm. like that in itself tells you that you're important. You you are made and you look like God. I mean, I don't know what other validation you need to to feel like you're right. important that you're the most important thing, the most important thing that he's ever created, right? Besides, obviously, you know, his, you know, um, his son, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, it's, you know, the thing is we get caught up in all of this and we, the, the devil likes to just jump in and start making us care or leading us down the path to caring about what everybody else around us feels like or, or thinks about us. And we begin to seek our approval and all that from a place other than God. What I mean by that is, like we and I've done this in my life. We give an authority to people in our life that they shouldn't have, right? Sure. There's been times in my life where, instead of making decisions for myself and actually going to God and saying, "Lord, what do you think about this? What is the way you want me to live? What direction do you want me to go? What choice do you want me to make?" Uh, trying to truly discern with God, um, I have put too much credence in what you know people in my life have said uh and in one person in particular for a while uh and it influenced a lot of my decisions um it wasn't a fault of his i'm the one that that uh that gave the credence there i'm the one that allowed that to happen but um it caused issues and i realized came to realize that like man the only opinion that matters and the only person i should be seeking direction from on on spiritual matters is god or a spiritual director right like mm-hmm. somebody that's been appointed as that or trained in it but it just it gives an authority to people over you. It almost becomes like something they can lord over you. It's it, it, you can be enslaved by it. You know where your ups and downs are all based on what that person says. What their response is. Yeah, yeah, like when yeah. you hang on that person's word. Mm-hmm. If they say it's great, then I'm going to have a, a an awesome rest of the day. If they say that's terrible, then I'm going to be crushed, and everything else in my life is going to be affected by it for a period of time. And that is never should anyone in our life have that sort of power and authority over us that should be saved only for god and we find ourselves in that situation you can look around the world and see people all the time that that live and die by by likes on social media or how many people watch their video or um you know if if somebody commented on the way they did something and and so we've got to stop doing that and and, you know another thing this is what came to me yesterday during church you know i was i had the, the the honor and the blessing to be the lector yesterday at mass and I always when I read I, I just I don't know what it is but I feel like the spirit asked me 
to read in a way that makes the gospel come alive, you know, or not the gospel, don't read the gospel, but the, the, the first readings, um, that, that the New Testament, Old Testament readings come alive. Um, I don't know why, but I practice it a lot, and I try to read it in a way that connects with people, you know, so it's not just like you get up there and you start, we're the Lord, you know, but you really try to accent the words and all of that, which is what, you know, they say in the, in the lecture training stuff you're supposed to do. Well, you know, yesterday I was in the back of the church and I was thinking, man, this, this Jeremiah passage is really special to me as, as somebody in the, in the mission field and in ministry, you know, we've all felt like this. So I really want to let the passion out about it. And I started to think about it in the back of the church. And I was like, now, wait a minute. Am I doing this like for the glory of God? Like I want this to, I want people to connect to Him through this, or do I want people to come up to me afterwards and and just say, "Man, that was powerful," or "Man, I love the way you read," or "Man," and I really spent a lot of time during Mass yesterday thinking about it, going like, "What is that?" And I would say yesterday it was probably a little bit of both. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. was obviously I want to bring glory to God, but yeah, I mean, I had to admit, like I was, I, I kind of looked after Mass for anybody to come up and say, like, "Man, that was." That was powerful. And I spent a lot of time in prayer yesterday with God over it. I've noticed it sometimes in videos and stuff that I've done or talks, you know, that I start to gauge like, oh, this talk wasn't good because only one person came up and said something to me about it. And that's not why we're called to do anything. We're called to do the things that we're called to do because God has asked us of that. And it's really none of our business the way it affects people or not. It's our job to go up there and do what's been asked and not have to seek that validation of other people to know, well, was this effective or not? Right. And that's something that we fight in, in, in uh, mission work all the time is we want to see the fruits of our efforts right then and there. We want to be validated by, oh, yes, good. All that time I spent on this worked. All the things I said worked. Oh, my gosh, there were people crying. That meant it was good. Actually, people crying can mean it's bad, too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but but no, it's just something that, that we all have to keep in check. And it's affected me before. And that's why this is such a... Uh, an important topic on my on my mind is is because I know this is something that I struggle with as well. Well, you know, going back to my my previous um, vocation as a, being a, a Protestant uh, Presbyterian minister, you know, I was a intern. Well, I was internship and chaplain at the VA hospital, and uh, every quarter that they they get all the families together, those that passed away into the in at the hospital, and it was my turn to take the lead of of being the the message but also leading the whole procession i guess you could say the whole um presentation of the colors and all that stuff and then the the sermon and so forth and uh i i work very hard for this message you know as, as we do we prepare as every priest or anyone would be is make sure that the people listening connects to the gospel or connects to the message and i think you know one of those things where i find a, a lot with the people who went through seminary, you can gauge on people who are more in love with the light, being in the limelight, than being mm-hmm. of you know in love with the light, which is Christ. Sure. And you know I've been guilty of that too because that one time where I prepped, I prepared very much so, and I had a lot of responses from staff and people that were there that really appreciated it. Um, and there was a moment to where I got re- response around from like the the high. Um, I guess you say the high commander and so forth at the hospital wanted to talk to me because of that. So I was like, well, look at that, you know, and had that little ego pop up in my head saying, look how good you are. Maybe they're going to ask you to do more stuff. But it was just more like a pre- I was like, thank you for doing all this stuff. And and I came away going, well, I want more than that. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. like, I wanted more kind of like pop and circumstances, you sure. know. And, uh, and I got hit pretty hard and, and internally going, 
so who are you performing for? Them yeah. or me? <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right, you know? And I, and I felt so bad and I had to talk to my supervisor about it and he's like, he smiled at me and he goes, okay, good. At least you recognized it. Yeah, you know? that's yeah. right. Well, that's so. the thing. It's always like recognizing and doing something about right. it. But you're exactly right. Like it makes us do things for the wrong reasons does, a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going out here to do this good thing, but, and it's wrapped in pretty paper and it looks nice, but in, in the interior, and it's sort of like mm-hmm. Jesus says to the Pharisees, you clean the, the, the outside of the cup, but the inside's filthy. Like we can, we can come into that same sort of uh, mentality and that same way of life when, when we fall into this validation thing, because those like a good thing can become a bad thing with this in mind right like where where you have the purest of intentions but then it became about you yeah and that's everything that that jesus preaches in the gospel is like live for others put yourself last the first shall be last the last shall be first be humble be small be meek like all of those things are a call away from that and in the way that we start to walk down that path is to start to learn how to seek our validation in god alone um the other thing it does is it distracts us from the mission of bringing others to Christ. You know, Christ, we get we back down because we're worried about what other people think. You know, um, I know that's something that we've talked about on here before. Uh, I've lost friends in my life. There's people that, for whatever reason, just, you know, don't pick up the phone anymore. Um, and, you know, spend some time on that. But it's because when you make the change in your life to say, like, God is going to be the most important thing, then you have to stop caring in a lot of ways about what other people think. Um, you know, what happens is you just, when you become worried about what other people think, think, then that's everything to you, right? That's what you center yeah. on. Like you start to obsess over it and every, it starts to, to color your life, like everything you do and the way you do things. And I'll be a Christian like quietly over here, but not around these people because I still want to maintain these friends. I want to be duplicitous, right? I want to walk both sides of the, of the road and, and, uh, and be everything to everybody. And we can't live that way. And so it's very distracting. And I think the devil tries to stoke that fire within us to care more than we should about what people think or say because it distracts us away from it. It becomes hard. Like we heard uh, yesterday in the, in, the, uh, in the reading from the Old Testament with Jeremiah when he's sitting there saying, like, all the day long they mock me. You know, I, I have uh, I've, I, I, you know, received reproach all the day long for speaking the Lord's word. And so he starts to say, you know, I will not speak his name. I will not mention him again. I will not. And and that's what the devil wants, right? He wants to, us to get to that place of disappointment and depression and giving up. And it becomes from, I just can't take this anymore, right? Because all these people, all they're doing is making fun of me and being rude and, and, and just, you know, being very just malicious to me. And I want out, right? That's like, mm-hmm. That's what he was saying at that point. I want out. And, and it's never enough either when you start, right? Like when you start to look for people's uh, opinions and care more than you should about them, then it's never enough. Like you said earlier, I wanted more. I wanted more. It's like a drug of its own, right? Like sure. that's, that's why so many people love fame. They love celebrity. They love power because you feel important. It makes you feel good, but it's never enough. It's all, there's always more money. There's always more celebrity. There's always a bigger car. There's always a bigger house. Like all those things, it's never enough. And so when we seek our validation in anything outside of God, it's never going to be complete. We're always going to be longing because it's never enough. And that's why we see so many people that are depressed. I mean, look how many people have committed suicide because of social media, right? They were ridiculed or people made fun of them or whatever it was, and, and they killed themselves. Like you see that stuff all, all, all the time in yeah. the news 
because it's just people didn't like me or it wasn't enough or I only got this many likes or shares. Well, it's, or, it's tragic because it's, it's usually young kids who sure. don't know enough about self-esteem and, sure. and they're, they fall susceptible. Yeah, but you're right about that. Yeah. And, and we, what we have to do is we have to come to the realization that God's opinion is the only one that matters. Now, I don't mean like go home and when your wife tells you something she thinks, you go, it doesn't matter. Like, that's not what I'm saying here. Not giving you permission to like ignore your wife and your family or whatever. But what I'm saying is the only opinion that will matter in the end is God's. If you think about it that way, when you die, you're going to be standing in front of one person and that's who you're going to have to answer to. And you're going to have to answer for the way that you lived your life. Not that your buddy that you want to impress, not your boss so you can get a bigger job, not your priest or your deacon or your, you know, whatever in your life, but only God. And we don't live that way. We think, well, it's important to me now that this person thinks this way about me. Well, you know what? It's not going to matter a hill of beans in the end. I mean, Jesus mm-hmm. is going to go through this with you and, and talk about how you lived your life. And, the, and the, his opinion, the way that he looks at your life is all that's going to matter. And so we have to stop looking and seeking our worth in things other than God. And, and, and it's such a problem today. And, and it's something that we always have to work on. Like, I have to work on it every single day. That when I hit that button on a video or I hit the, the send button on this podcast, that I'm not going to sit there and get caught up in the likes and the shares and, and, the, and, and what if people, you know, talked about it or whatever. But just show up and do the job the best of our ability that God has asked of us. Whether that's being a teacher or, or you know, anything else that you're doing in your life, ministry or not. Like, understanding that everything I do, I do for the glory of God and it's his approval that's all that matters. So I want to talk for a few minutes about how to combat like seeking validation. Um, just things that I've seen that have worked in my life and, and just that uh, talking to other people. And number one is like spend more time with God. Prayer, adoration, daily mass, quiet time at home. And that may seem like a cop out. Well, yeah, like the answer to everything, spend more time with God. But it is. That's the answer for everything. If you don't know him, then you're never going to be able to spend understand time. what you are right. with him, mm-hmm. your worth to him. Um, what you mean to him, all of that. So you've got to spend time with him and let him love on you. And I don't mean sit there and go, you know, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the son. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my job. Thank you for this. All right, see you later, God. Speak from the heart. Yeah, like, yeah. or just don't speak at all. Yeah. Just show up and say, God, like, I just want to know you. I just want you to love me, right? I want to know you better. So spend time with him. Then grab grab your Bible, right? And sit down and let him lead you through things that will will, will show you what your worth is to him. Right? I mean, just like that passage I read earlier from Genesis, it's like you were made in the image and likeness of God. He tells you that in the scriptures so that you know how important you are to him. Uh, become comfortable in your own identity as a beloved son or daughter of God and let that be enough. Um, that's something you have to sit with for a while. You know, once you come to that realization, um, you got to sit with it and, and see what that means in your life. Um, but I can tell you when I realized that, that I didn't have to earn God's love that it wasn't something that I always had to seek or had to work for, that it was a free gift, that's when everything in my life started to change. And when all these things of the world that used to matter so much didn't matter so much anymore. So spend time with being a beloved son or daughter of God. Uh, three, root your day in him and not yourself. Like start your day every day giving your day to God, putting him first. And what that does is that allows everything in your day to be ordered, rightly ordered to him. When you order it around yourself, then all you're going to be doing all day long is seeking what you need, which is this approval and this validation that we've been talking about. So make sure that your day is rooted in him. Start it and end it with him. And and allow his and ask for his will 
in your life and to be used by him. Like those are the things that you need and then you'll receive all the validation you need from him um, because of the, of the graces that you'll receive from the things that you're doing. Um, ask God for the humility to reflect on the times you sought validation and ask why you were looking for it, right? Look back on it and say, God, like, why, why do I do this? And what are the times lately in my life that I've failed and I've really let this bother me? I've, I've become somebody I shouldn't. I've been too obsessed with, with the world and what it thinks of me rather than you. And, and ask him why. Like, Lord, help me discern why this is important to me, why that I, I needed this particular validation. And, and pray into it and spend time with it so you could try not to do that again. And then five, ask him for help in recognizing it as it comes up in the future and for the strength to say no to it. Right, like we never get any better if we just, for instance, go to confession and confess a sin, confess a sin, but never try to practice not doing it again. So it's the same thing here. Like once we realize we have an issue with this, which we're not being honest with ourselves if we don't think that we have some sort of issue with this. Everybody does, but we have to work on not letting it happen again. Trying to realize it in our lives, see it coming, stop it from happening. Thank God for the grace and the strength to be able to do that, and then move on. And it, just like anything else in our life, when we're putting our attention to it, it becomes easier and easier to beat it back in our life. So those are the things that I've found in my life that help me combat this. I still struggle with it. It's something that we all are going to struggle with. Um, you know, we're human. We want the love and the affirmation of people. But it's different to receive that when it's a gift from God than to seek it in validation. And, uh, you know, it just so, like I said, this is something that everybody deals with. Um, and. It's something I think is a tremendous roadblock in following Christ. So if we can just get us under control and start trying to seek that validation only in him, then our life's going to get a lot easier. Right, and know that you're worthy by God to be entrusted with the gospel. That's right. So we're here coming to the end of the show. Once again, check out our new website, Just a Guy on the Pew, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other stuff that I don't really know what all of it is. <laughs> but just go on there. You'll be able to see the the view from the pews. You'll be able to... Um, sign up for to be a patron if you'd like to, um, and, and you can support the ministry. So just check us out there. And also, if you have any topics you want to talk about or you want us to talk about on the show, we want to hear about, then send an email to justaguyonthepew.com. So just remember, folks, as I hear that music going off, there's only two people you need to seek validation from, and that's God the Father and Jesus the Son. So let's take that to them right now in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, seeking validation can be a real roadblock to the spiritual life. The devil loves to distract us from the mission by convincing us that we need the approval of those around us. Help us to shake off the need to be validated by the world and by others. And Father, whenever we find ourselves seeking approval, remind us that your opinion is the only one that matters. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.